Abundance of caution. This is abundance of caution. It's abundance of caution. What abundance of caution? What do we do? In WAF, we talk in WAF at abundance of caution. It's a fantasy league. We talk football with 14 dudes at in WAF for abundance of caution. Abundance of caution. It's an abundance of caution. Fantasy football with Will. Welcome, everybody, to Abundance of Sunshine and Abundance of Caution. It is week 15. The playoffs are here. We survived a regular season. And what a mess the NFL finds itself in going into the fantasy playoffs in week 15 of just their regular season. I am your host, Will I Am. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be real interesting. We're going to start with week 14. We're going to try to get this wrapped up in 30 minutes. This is a special birthday podcast. It's my birthday. Happy birthday to me. I am 43 today. Uh, big plans today. I'm going about the uh, just finished Home Alone, John Candy. Uh, just an absolute treasure. Uh, what a great actor. Just cracks me up in everything he does. Uh, I woke up at 6 today and decided to... Uh, do some fancy football research, got to looking at my drafts, got me depressed, and uh, already trying to figure out what I'm going to do for next season. But uh, we gotta we got to focus on the present because I have a matchup with the Akbars. I, I had dinner with the Akbars and the Adams managers last night. Uh, we had our league end year review together, and uh, we talked about a lot of things at the JJs, um, including – you know what what the Ekbars are going to do with their uh covid players or covid teams I should say he's we're, both of our rosters are currently knock on wood currently fine uh but his teams are all delayed until Tuesday basically uh we also talked about uh drinking diarrhea uh from the girl's ass so i think it was a overall a really good conversation a lot of benefits a lot of added um comments i don't know what added comments means um and by the way i, I would not i would never drink uh a rear would, wouldn't happen would not happen but if you would it's cool it's not a problem do it to it do whatever you would like to do it doesn't matter to me um so week 14 man i thought it was great now we do need to recall that <laughs> If Jason Workman just starts Dalvin Cook like a normal person would do on the last Thursday, the rest of Week 14 wouldn't have mattered. Like it could have still been a nice change, but nothing really would have mattered because everybody's playoff spots would have been decided. Um, but since Jason Workman messed up and didn't start Dalvin Cook, man, it made Monday night a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I thought it was great. Um, I will be voting for this again if it comes to a revote. Um, I, I thought Poe's arguments especially on Sunday, were really flawed, and I thought he was just throwing shit to a wall. To me, there's, there's two arguments that I think Poe is valid, valid concerns. One, we're a head-to-head league. It should be a head-to-head matchups no matter what. And two, uh, you guys left me out of the discussion and the vote at draft day, and therefore I'm against it. So I understand those two arguments. Everything else that Poe threw uh, were just silly, silly flawed arguments. Um, but uh, I, I will argue for it again. I, I thought it, it created a lot of drama on Monday Night Football. Um, you know, you weren't just going against one guy in a random head-to-head matchup with a little bit of luck. Uh, you were going against, you know, 13 other people. And by Monday night, it had dwindled, obviously. I, there were probably like three or four people eliminated. But if I go back to the standings or how Week 14 ended, 
the Chub Toads, the Flatulence, amazing week by the Flatulence, 139, and nobody was really talking about them. They just put up 139, no big deal. The Oats uh, ended on a fucking good streak, 124. Cracks me up with the power rankings. I put the Oats at number two. Uh, the power rankings are a little flawed. We can't just have a 7-17 seven and 17 number two. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Wins and losses do need to count in your standings. Uh, good end to the season to, to the Island Oats, but uh, second best team in the league. Come on. Come on now. Come on now. We're head to head league. Come on. Uh, Sin City Loudness with a nice week. Uh, had a, Loudness, uh, the silence. We're calling the silence. Silence had a nice end of the year, uh, five weeks. Um, if we look, if we look at the schedule, I'll get back to my original point there. But if we look at the schedule, the silence uh, in their last, we'll say four. Yeah, we'll go with four games. One hundred seven point one, one hundred two point six. 83.3 and 81.8. I mean, obviously, 80 is not great, but when you look at what the science was doing leading up to that, that's a good four weeks. I don't know what that average is out to be, but we'll call it 160, 260, 360 divided by four. That's a 90. That's a 90 point average uh, for four weeks, based off of what they were doing in the weeks leading up to that. So, uh, good job to the science for sticking it out uh, despite a disastrous season and ending on a high note there. Uh, Gets wins against the, the Outlaws two two weeks in a row. I'm sure the Outlaws are real excited about that. Uh, when you look over at the number two ranked team in the NWF, the Holland Oats, uh, good into the season for them. Uh, 120 versus the World Horses, 107 versus the Cons, uh, 124 versus the Moonshiners in our week 14. Um, obviously, that's doing work. That is, let's see, 240. 350, that's about, what, 117 points a game over the last three weeks. Uh, Three weeks before that, 63, 76, 55. And then he also had a 94. He he was 1 in 5 heading into these last three weeks. Tough to overcome, uh, but uh, good turnaround as well as his players were healthy, and he was scoring bunches of points. So good into the season. So let me get back to where I was here. Scores, week 14. So going into Monday night um, in the action, so I'm not, I can't remember everything, though, but War Horses were at 88.5. They were done. The Akbars were on their heels. They ended up at 87.88. The Donks were trying to charge. They ended up at 86.12. Um the uh, the cons were coming out of nowhere uh, with one of AJ Green's best games of the season at eighty three point seven eight, um, and the Outlaws were trying to do work. They ended up at seventy nine point three six. So if you look at it between what seventy nine and eighty nine, one two we'll call the hash brownies at ninety point seven. Okay, one two three four five six teams uh, were were charging there uh, to get one of those seven W's and it impacted the, the playoffs greatly. Um, you know, the, the game really changed in my opinion, one with the, uh, the no call face mask uh, against Matthew Stafford inside the 10 yard line there had to turn into a fourth down and a field goal. Of course, we don't know what would happen. Sonny Michelle could have easily, I got the touchdown, but you know, stands the reason that uh, Matthew Stafford could have also throw for our touchdown or ran one for himself. But then the following possession, uh, the Cardinals get down to approximately the 35-yard line, I, I believe. It was third and one. Uh, they do a deep shot, which isn't really rare. It's what teams do. And then they ran it with Connor on fourth and one instead of trying to kick a field goal, uh, which would have been a 50-plus-yard field goal for Matt Prater and the Donks. 
um, and they they failed. And then the Rams basically, I, I, I may have my times mixed up, but they went on like a four or five minute uh, drive after that. And that really killed the surge that the Oats were feeling. I, I mean, I think at nine minutes left in the game, the Oats had to be feeling real comfortable and real confident. And then it, it all just came to a screeching halt. Um, but I really enjoyed the format. Really enjoyed it. I will be pushing forward again. Um, to me, I just don't like the random Week 14 matchup generator. Uh, I know other leagues do it, uh, and other numbers do it, 12, 10 team leagues. I, I understand that completely, but I, I thought this worked out great. Um, and it's not going to be great every year. I guarantee that. 100%. It's not going to be great every year. Uh, but I, I thought there was enough excitement and buzz and uh, on, on Monday Night Football, and our, our chat was blowing up. Everybody was enjoying themselves. I mean, that's kind of what we want. So let's go with it again. So that brings us to a final standings of 14. The cons uh, turning last place to 4 and 10. The silence got that points tiebreaker by 28 points uh, to not finish in last 13th. The Moonshiners, uh, disappointing end, uh, 12th. The Dudes at 11, 5 and 9. Adams at 6 and 8. The Donks at 6 and 8. Uh, the Oats at seven and seven. The Outlaws gets that seven seed at seven and seven, with the points over the Oats by thirty-four points. The Donks were within seven points of the Outlaws in points, and then you got me, the Clutch City at six, Warhorses at five, the Brownies at four, the Akbars at three, the Tub Toads at two, and the Flatulents at one. Uh, so it brings us into some pretty interesting matchups, and we just really have no idea. I mean, like, it's Saturday morning. I haven't heard any COVID testing positives today. We have three games that were moved to Monday and Tuesday, which uh, seemed to be like uh, we were definitely moving to that area. I wasn't surprised by the move, even though there was a lot of confusion and pointing in the air that, one, we could have forfeits, or two, they're just going to have to play it based off of what's going to happen next week. It'll be interesting. I mean, team, these teams that are playing on Tuesday are going to have to come back and play on Sunday next week. They're not going to delay those games. Uh, so they're going to have to be on a short week. That does include, you know, like the Eagles in both the Washington football team. I think the Washington football team are playing at Dallas on Sunday after they play a Tuesday night game versus Philadelphia. Uh, so if I can advance, I certainly like to hear that. It's going to be in Dallas. Uh, so that's exciting. I mean, there, there's a lot that can happen. So if we look at the matchups, Flatulence enjoy a, a week off. Uh, the week off is always great uh, because there's no stress involved and in just sitting and watching. He's watching all this COVID stuff happening with not a concern or a care in the world. Um, so we'll look at the other ones. We'll start with the two seed, if I can. Give me a moment. The two seed of... The Chub Toads versus the Outlaws. It's an interesting matchup. Uh, the projected has the Chub Toads 96, the Outlaws 92. Outlaws lead the series 9-7. to Aaron Rodgers playing Sunday night or Sunday afternoon versus the Ravens over under 43.5. Uh, you got Austin Eckler, who's already played. We'll talk about him in a moment. Uh, we got Joe Mixon going against the Broncos on Sunday. The Broncos are a pretty good run D, although Chase Reynolds uh, – scorched him uh, last weekend. Uh, we got Miles Gaskin. We don't know what's going to happen with the Dolphins' backfield. It's a really positive matchup versus the Jets. Uh, but Gaskin's one of those um, COVID people, and we just don't know. We'll see uh, what the Dolphins are going to do. The, the Brian uh, Brian Flores, the Dolphins coach, was noncommittal this morning on who will be starting in the backfield. 
You got Malcolm Brown there about to get off of IR as well. I picked up a player who I don't know what his name is, who came off the practice squad and then was uh, deemed out. So I had him for about five hours. That was exciting. Uh, you got Jamar Chase going against the Broncos uh, on Sunday at 3.05. Njoku in the lineup. Uh, that's got to be concerning for you. Two tight end sets. Njoku in Henry. Henry tonight versus the Colts. Patriots and Colts. I'm looking forward to that. Should be a good Saturday night matchup. Uh, no Damian Harris. I like that. Uh, Ramondi Stevenson. Good for the uh, task brownies. Look in there. Matt Gay is definitely going to get 10 points uh, playing on Tuesday. We'll see if the matchup matters. I'm, I'm a little disappointed that we have to – we're not going to get to see both games on Tuesday. I don't like that at all. Both games are at 6 o'clock, but they're three hours apart. Washington and Philadelphia playing on the East Coast. The Rams and Seattle playing on the West Coast. Why can one, why can one game not be at 6 Eastern time and the other game be at 9 Eastern time, but that would be 6 uh, Pacific time? I don't understand why we couldn't do that. I mean, Fox would love the viewers. 20 million people are going to watch both games, but when you split them down the borders, I don't know. Makes no sense to me. Doubleheader it. Damn it. Fuck. And then you got the Colts. Colts defense tonight versus the Patriots. I don't know if I like that. Uh, Mac Jones doesn't make a lot of mistakes. We'll see. You never know with punt and kickoff returns. I don't really like the op- uh, opportunities there. They're projected at eight. And the Colts are favored by two and a half. I don't know. I, it just doesn't seem like a sexy start to me for defense. So we'll see how that goes. Over on the bench, uh, David Carr uh, versus the Browns. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, the obvious sort. Start, uh, you got Latavius Murray, who's not doing anything. McCole Hardman already played. Tyler Lockett, uh, I think, currently has COVID. Chance to play on Tuesday. Uh, that's a real difficult decision for the Chub Toads to make. Uh, but, I mean, the Joku's on Monday. So, I you, you can wait till Monday. That's, that's not an issue. Obviously, you got to make a decision on Henry tonight. Uh, Waddle has COVID. Cairo Santos. Why are we picking up a different kicker? I guess concern about the Tuesday night. Possible. Cairo Santos plays on Monday. Okay. I think that makes sense. It looks like the uh, the Chub Toads has a open roster spot that they can fill. Uh, over on the outlaw side, uh, Jalen Hurts, of course, moved to Tuesday. Washington right now is one of the teams with the COVID outbreak uh, over 20 players. So you would think Hurts can have a real strong game there. Uh, Philadelphia is favored by two over under a total of 42 points. Uh, Fournette going Sunday night against a really difficult Saints front. Uh, but Fournette's been eaten, man. Uh, Devontae Freeman, former clutch. I wish I still had him playing the Packers on Sunday. I think Devontae, even though it doesn't look like Lamar Jackson's going to be playing, so that hurts Devontae Freeman, I would think. Uh, the, the threat of a Lamar Jackson running, I think, helps Devontae Freeman. Uh, Devin Singletary going Sunday at noon uh, versus the Carolina Panthers. I just never know what the Bills running backs are going to do. Debo versus the Falcons. Boy, that's a, that's a score points opportunity right there for Debo. Projected at 13. Outside of Jalen Hurts, he's that the biggest projection right there. Got a tight end there on Tuesday. Dallas Godert. You got a Donovan Peoples Jones on Monday. You got a Harrison Butker who's already played in a Cardinals defense going against the Lions. I certainly like the Cardinals defense versus the Lions more than I like the Colts defense versus the Patriots. But right now the projection is nine to eight. I would say if Ben can stay within one point of Cardinals defense taking on the Lions, you've you've done okay there. You've dodged some bullets. Um, and then over on the bench uh, for the Outlaws, 
A-Rob on the bench. Adam Thielen's currently on the bench. Darren Waller, I think, is out this week. Um, Seahawks defense, no reason to play them. Uh, Duke Johnson, I think, is who that is. Duke Johnson. I think every Dolphins running back is covered now, although I do I see that Dax had just dropped um, uh, his fuck face. That one fuck face, uh, the guy that's on the IR, Malcolm Brown, he just dropped him. I don't think he's going to be available now to pick up for anybody on Sunday. we got to look into that. Uh, I guess that's the way the rule's always been. But if you pick up a player and you drop a player in the same day, there should be no reason why that player doesn't goes back to waivers. He should be a free agent. Um, now, if you, if you pick up a player in, in a day or two or three days go by, then yes, he goes back on waivers. But why? That, that's silly for us. That's a that's an easy rule. It should be. That's an easy rule. You pick up a player, you drop them the same day. That's free agent, not waivers, not waivers. Um, so man, I I don't know. I I kind of like the outlaws here. I think the Chub Toads, they got some COVID issues. They got some COVID issues, man. Um, gonna have to make some tough decisions. I kind of like the outlaws to make make an upset here. Chub Toads been good though. Jalen Hurts on Tuesday. How many players have we got in, on Tuesday in this game? So one, two, two for the Outlaws, one, just one currently for the uh, Chub Toads. Who does he have on his bench? I could play on Tuesday. Tyler Lockett. Boy, it's tough. So I think this will come down to Tuesday. Of course, we don't know what's going to happen over the next 24 to 48 hours. Um, but, man, I like the outlaws here. See what happens. Uh, over, moving over to three and six game. Clint City and Allentown Akbars. Obviously, I'm going with the Cowboys stack here. I mean, the Cowboys have just been awful since the buy on offense. It just hasn't been good. They've been inconsistent. Uh, Zeke has been just awful in the run game. And I do understand that if Zeke's not running the ball and getting yards, it's not opening up Dak in the offense the way I need it to. Um, so, I mean, they were just, they were rolling before the bye week, man, just rolling. They, again, they had a hundred points for me in that Patriots game the week before the bye game. And they just haven't done diddly poo. They haven't done diddly poo since then. They had a good game versus the Falcons. Uh, they scored points in that, um, loss to the Raiders, which was inexplicable. I have no idea how they lost to the Raiders. Um, but they did on Thanksgiving, man, it's just been a, it's been, let's look at the Cowboys schedule. Since the bye. So let's take a look here. About to go out to eat La Huerta. It's not very often I, I get to eat La Huerta uh, since the wife doesn't get to eat there anymore. But my dad's taking me out. Ooh, Western Kentucky beating Appalachian State. I don't think that's good for my bowl pool. Don't think that's good for my bowl pool. Um, the Dallas Cowboys, let's see here. Since the bye, that Patriots game was awesome. 35-29 uh, before the bye. Uh, the week before that, they they beat the Giants forty four to twenty. Week before that, thirty six to twenty eight over the Carolina. The week before that, the Eagles forty one to twenty one. I was on a four game winning streak forty one, thirty six, forty four, and thirty five. That's exactly why I picked them. Why I did the stack. The buy happens. Dak is out. Uh, the week after the buy, they score twenty. Uh, they score sixteen late, very late in the fourth quarter versus the Broncos in a game I actually beat the Oats, which got me into the playoffs. Um, but so 20 and then 16, they had to break out against the Falcons to 43, uh, awful game of nine versus the Chiefs. They got some points uh, versus the Raiders, 33, 
Uh, didn't do much against the Saints with 27. And then last week, you know, 27 versus Washington. I, I, I need 30-plus points from the Cowboys uh, this week. Need them. Need them. I, I don't know how to do it. Uh, the weather is going to be fine. The weather outside is not frightful. I'm trying to see if the weather is with this predictor here. Mm, let's see here. I would think it is. We don't know if Pollard is going to be in. He has practice limited Thursday and Friday. Uh, the pick center has Dallas winning 27 to 16. Uh, fair by 11 and a half. I like that. Total is 44 and a half. That's awful. Where's the weather? Come on. Oh, here it is. Game time weather is 41 degrees. That's fine. Um, I don't think there's a wind factor. So we, we're, we're going to get what we want. We're getting a good weather game and Eastwood deferred, which is pretty, I was concerned. Because the next two games for the Cowboys, if we can get past this, both games at home, Washington next week. So th- this is huge, obviously. Uh, we're in do or die time with the playoffs. I-, I just don't know if my Cowboys are just going to wake up. I need Pollard to play. I need to make sure my offensive line is healthy. And we need Zeke to do something, man. Uh, Dak Prescott, so I projected at 18. Uh, Zeke is projected at 10. I got Pollard on the bench currently. See if they've updated. They still have Pollard at projected at zero, so they don't think Pollard's playing at this point. Um, I've chased Reynolds uh, in the lineup. Arizona's fair by thirteen, uh, but Denver blew out Detroit last week, and and uh, Reynolds still had a great game, even though I benched him uh, for Jamar Jefferson, who had zero. So I'm hoping they don't change rules this week. I think Chase Reynolds has you know earned the opportunity. The under Swift has not practiced all week. Uh, um, Jamal Williams is still on the COVID list. So I think it should be a Chase Reynolds game. Uh, Friermuth, again, he's very touchdown dependent right now. Uh, De- uh, Deontay is going to have a good game, no doubt. C.D. Lamb need, need the touchdown. Dalton Schultz has been pretty bad since the bye week. I know Greg Joseph is going to do work. I think the Cowboys are going to be really good. Man, everybody 11.5 with a total of 44.5. What is that? So 22 to 11. Nope, 28 to 17. Yeah, it's close. It's going to be so basically 28 to 17. Is what we're looking at here. Um, I'm, I'm going to need more than that. I'm going to need more. Uh, so I, I had an opportunity to start Justin Jackson on on, on Thursday. Uh, it was one of those things, and we'll go back to working on what he said about Dalvin Cook last week. I, I picked up Justin Jackson based off of the availability of of, of Austin Eckler, and then once Austin Eckler became active, I knew I wasn't going to play uh, Justin Jackson at that time. But uh, I think um, Eckler only played like 27 snaps. And Justin Jackson had a really good game, ended up with uh, close to 10 points. And I have a feeling I'm going to miss that this week, uh, going against the Akbars. Uh, the Akbars had a good game from Keenan Allen uh, the other night, 13 points, got a touchdown there in the fourth quarter. It was slow going, as NFL games are, um, until somebody took off. Uh, the second half was just crazy. The fourth quarter uh, was 29 points between both teams, the Chiefs. Thank the Lord for all of us right now uh, that we didn't have to go up against any Chiefs offensive players, particularly Mahomes. Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. I mean, they just went off. That is what we expect the Chiefs to be uh, week in and week out anymore. Um, it was kind of cool to see um, since nobody had to go up against it. But just wondering where that's been all season long. Um, so looking at our lineups here, Matt Stafford is currently, he's going on Tuesday. Uh, Nick Chubb, Browns are decimated by COVID. He's going on Monday. Royce Freeman in the lineup. Uh, the, 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 this is where I was talking about to players going to the waiver. So on waiver process, the hash brownies picked up 
uh, Royce Freeman, and then within hours dropped Royce Freeman. I went to go pick up Royce Freeman, and he was on the waiver wire, put in the claim for him. The Akbars also put in the claim for him. Go figure. It's the playoffs. Apparently, Royce Freeman in the lineup. Uh, Brad and I were talking about this last night. He is starting in a game between the Jags and the Texans. He is starting Royce Freeman, Marvin Jones, and Brandon Cooks. That's amazing in the playoffs. Amazing in the fantasy. You're in the fantasy playoffs, and you're starting three players in the Texans-Jags games. That's And to me, I should feel pretty good about that. I should feel confident about that, but I don't feel confident. I feel like they could all three go off. We'll see what happens. Uh, Keenan Allen, we already talked about him. DK Metcalf has one of the dudes on Tuesday. Um, Jake Elliott, uh, we we got a great kicker name battle here. Jake Elliott, two first names. Greg Joseph, two first names. Jake Joseph, Greg Elliott, Elliott Joseph, Joseph Elliott. Joseph Elliott, he's the uh, lead singer of Def Leppard. Uh, All kinds of fun things you can do with this kicker battle between four first names. Uh, Greg Joe, Joe Greg. I don't think Greg is a last name. No, his name is Jake, right? Damn it. His name's not Joe. I messed that up. Jake. His name is Jake. Jake from State Farm. God damn it. So Jake Joseph. Now that messes up my Def Leppard singer thing because it's not Joe. It's not Joe Elliott. Greg Elliott, Joseph Elliott, Jake Joseph. You know what? It's going to be a good battle is what I'm trying to say here between the kickers. I'll be interested to see if Brad really holds out until Tuesday to play Jake Elliott. Seems like he wouldn't do that. I mean, why hold on to a kicker uh, for four days when you can just pick up any fucking random kicker and start him on Sunday? Uh, I think we've got a good defensive battle here between the Cowboys and the Dolphins. Uh, Cowboys uh, projected at 10 versus the Giants. Against those New York teams. Against those New York teams. Is that a New York accent? New, New York. I don't think that's a New York accent. I got to hustle here because I, got, I have a lunch at La Huerta. Man, I wish Brad could start Iguabubuque. Man, get Chubb out of there and start Iguabubuque. Um, and I'll start Chase Reynolds. And boy, we can have just a battle. Just a battle. Again, no Damian Harris. Great for me. Um, I don't think he's going to play any of these other guys. Uh, be interested to see if he holds on to the Dolphins. The Patriots are playing tonight. The Patriots are a good defensive team when it comes to fantasy. You never know with Mr. Carson Wentz, Bumbleitis, even though the, uh, the there should be a running battle tonight between the Patriots and the Dolphins. Nope, Patriots and the Colts should be a running battle, so not, probably not a lot of points to be had, but you never know. The Patriots, they figure they're a great defense uh, fantasy-wise. Uh, but the Dolphins versus Jets seems like a really good, solid start. Um, I'm going to give the edge. I just have to give the edge to the Akbars. Um, I, I have to keep giving the edge to the, my opponent until my Cowboys actually come through and play like they did before the bye. Um, and so far, they just haven't done that. Um, we're, we're struggling. We're struggling since that. Let me look at the schedule real quick. Uh, since the bye, I don't even know what week that was. I think I played, when did I play the Akbars? Week 10? I'm thinking... Yeah, I think that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, the Moonshiners. The Moonshiners is when the bye happened. Uh, so I scored 113 with the Patri- uh, when the Cowboys were going against the Patriots, 113 versus the Brownies. Then the bye happened. Uh, the next week scored 53. 
then I scored 679 versus the Don't, 68 versus the Oats, had one good game versus Akbar's 108, then 63, 95, 87, and 77. So it's just been, it's been ugly, man. And that's a long, I mean, that's a, including the buy. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's eight weeks over half the season. Just been kind of trudging along with this fucking uh, super stack, which has not been a great super stack. So disappointing to see. Uh, let's move on to our final matchup. And that's between the War Horses and the Brownies. Uh, should be a good matchup. The War Horses with a good start, 23 points from Justin Herbert. Could have been more, man. Uh, the Chargers had an opportunity. To, uh, Herbert, inside the five, Herbert could have ended like with like a fucking 30 points. I think you had to be happy with 23. But I think the, the Hash Brownies probably dodged a bullet or two with 23 as well. So I think both teams somewhat feel positive there. Somewhat feel positive. Uh, currently, the Brownies are starting Justin Fields. There's no way that's happening. Why would you do that? I mean, the Buccaneers are really good. There's no way. I don't think there's any way that the uh, the Brownies are going Justin Fields over Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. I can't see it happening. I just can't see it happening. Why would, based off of what? Uh, the Vikings are 29th versus Fantasy Bs. Okay, and the Bucks. The Bucks are twenty six. I don't. You have to start Jason Hill here. All right, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with the Brownies. Uh, Ramondi Stevenson, uh, good start for the Brownies. Uh, Damian Harris is out. I think Stevenson should do work um, behind that offensive line in that run first offense for Patriots. J. Rob, who knows? Urban Meyer's gone now. We'll see what happens. Um, he's been pretty awful uh, the last four or five weeks. Uh, the Texans are real awful against the run. Looking at, uh, hold on. Hold on. J-Rob since week six. No stats week seven, 3.9 week eight. No stats week nine, 14, 9.8, 9.5, 1.5, and 0.4. I don't know. We'll see. Jay Rob's my boy. I have faith in him, but uh, I don't know. Devontae Adams is going to eat. Obviously, Greg Davis in the starting lineup. We'll see Stefan Diggs currently go with a double dip. Stefan Diggs and Greg Davis. Miles Sanders. I don't like Miles Sanders, but the Washington D is hurting due to COVID. Nick Folk, the number one, the number one guy in kickerdom. And then the Bucks defense going against the Saints. Hey, I mean, the Cowboys put up like 18 points against uh, the Saints offense. Uh, no reason to think that the Buccaneers can't, except they're not as good as a fantasy D as the Cowboys are. Uh, over on the uh, War Horses side, you got Dalvin Cook. No issues starting Dalvin Cook this week. You got Monty Montgomery. You got Chase Claypool, Mike Evans, Kyle Pitts, uh, Hollywood Brown, McManus, and the 49ers. Nothing really to do with the bench there. I don't think there's any anything going on there. Looks like I'm trying to look at the lineup here. So Dalvin's going Monday night. Justin Fields going Monday night. Montgomery going Monday night. Chase Claypool Sunday noon. Sunday night football for the Tampa Bay Bucks and New Orleans Saints. Uh, Pitts Sunday afternoon. Hollywood Sunday afternoon. McManus Sunday afternoon. The 49ers are Sunday afternoon. So this game's not going to be decided until Tuesday um, with Miles Sanders. Boy, you got to think that this game's decided well before Miles Sanders hits the field. Because uh, to me, Miles Sanders is probably worth six points. Um, and I think that's probably it. Maybe he gets a touchdown. 
It'd be his first one of the season against it's. Uh, I mean, it, it, to me, if the if the Warhorses are up by more than what ten points going into Tuesday, I think the Warhorses win. So we'll we'll see what happens here. Uh, it's possible the Browns will have this all clinched up by the time Miles Sanders hits the field, and it won't matter. But this is an intriguing matchup. Um, the Brownies are rolling, man. They've won six in a row. And teams that go into the playoffs rolling usually find ways to win. In fact, I would say that the Brownies, to me, are the dark horse outside the top three seeds of who can win a title, who can make a run here. Um, and, and, you know, to me, it's it's far and away the Brownies. But it could be the, the War Horses. Look, when you're the four or five seed, uh, you like being in that part because if you get a win, you're generally going to beat the one seed. It happens almost on an annual basis in this league, uh, and I don't know why. Now, to me, I look at the Flatulence lineup, and I don't see a lot of weaknesses. I don't see any real reason why the Flatulence should lose next week. Uh, but with COVID, it's ugly head right now. Possible weather, possible poor matchups, possible. Um, I, I, to me, it's an it's overwhelming favorite with the Flatulence right now of being our, our champions. But when's the last time the one seed, somebody, when's the last time somebody in our league has won the Triple Crown? One seed scoring overall champ. I don't know when that's happened. No clue. I'm sure it was the outlaws. I'm sure he'll let us know. But I, I really have no idea. Uh, so looking at the uh, but, 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 but the Brownies, uh, they've made some good moves to improve their roster after being 3-5. and five. Um, Went from 3-5 and five to being 9-5. and five. That's very impressive. 85 108, 109, 82, 83, 90. I mean, those, those aren't great points. They're not great scores. Only uh, we'll, we'll count 90 points. I'm not going to count 90.7. Let's go. I had two good back-to-back weeks, week 10 and 11 versus Outlaws and Dudes. And then the last three weeks, 82, 83, 90. I mean, that's certainly beatable. And the War Horses are a team that can do that. They put up an 88 without Dalvin in the lineup. Last week, you have Dalvin in the lineup, and you're basically at 118. Let me see the See what they've been doing. Kukumanga have been pretty on and off all season long. They're a hard team to figure out. Um, 88 again last week with the mistake of Dalvin. 102 the week before that. 61 the week before that. 101 the week before that. 92, 82, 60, 121, 55. League record 151. It's impossible to know. I'm calling this a toss up, but I'm going to give it to the Brownies. I'm going to go with the hot team. Gonna go with the team with the hot hand. Um, and that's really all I got. I'm going to wrap it up short, 33 minutes. Not really short. It's a long listen. Um, happy birthday to me. Thank you. Uh, Pearl did not join us today. She is currently eating, probably about to take a nap at this point. Going to get changed. We're going to go to La Huerta, and I'm going to drink probably two or three margaritas, come back home, see what happens. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody this week. We'll try to be better. Uh, I haven't been able to do a walk and talk in a few weeks now, I think, right? Um, and that's really what I want to do. So my hopes are I'm back on Wednesday or Thursday, but my schedule's all messed up. And who who knows, who who knows with Christmas week being here and all the distractions that come with Christmas. But uh, I'm excited that we have Saturday football tonight, and then Sunday day of football tomorrow. My Cowboys will be off at noon. I'm basically going to be done at three fifteen. I'm putting my points out there. Uh, Greg Joseph goes Monday night, I think. Is that right? Minnesota, I think. Chicago, I think. Yep. But I'm putting my points out Sunday. What Greg Joseph does, I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, We're either going to win. We're going to feel like we have a win in our hands at 315 on on Sunday, or we're going to know that the Cowboys shit the bed yet again. So good luck to everybody. Seven teams remain. Uh, Thanks to the other seven for playing, being a part of the league. 
Uh, we enjoy you. Uh, thanks for your donations. Thanks for listening. If you're still listening, I don't know why you would be at this point uh, because I'm not going to, I don't really want to talk about you anymore. Your, your seasons are complete. You suck. You shit the bed. Shit the bed. You're disappointed. Your franchise, your players, you probably fucked up your draft. Um, you definitely made some awful free agent moves. You, shit, you fucking sucked it up with some start-sit options. Jesus, get your shit together for 2022, people. Get in the playoffs. Get in the playoffs. Goodbye. Oh, it's been Abundance of Sunshine, Abundance of Caution. I am your host, Will. Have a good week. You know, sometimes it's hard for me to, like, end a pod. I got to get better at that. I just, goodbye. I should just say, I thank you again for listening. I am your host, Will I Am. This has been Abundance of Caution, Abundance of Sunshine. Until next time, good luck. It's a good day to be a good day. That's actually, I steal that from somebody else, so I, I'm not going to use that. I need my own tagline to end the show. We're just going to say goodbye. Abundance of Box wine. Box wine. Box wine. Box wine. Box wine.